welcome to the Adoptive Mom Podcast Solo Show. This episode is obviously free and available for everyone because I want to give you all a taste of the fun we're going to have with these bonus episodes. After this, you can get every single one of the second weekly shows and the study and materials to go with them by supporting the Adoptive Mom Podcast on Patreon at the really good friend level or higher. I will give you more on that in a little bit, but I'm excited to jump into this conversation on when one spouse is not as into the adoption thing as the other. So listen, you guys have been begging for this episode for a very long time. And let me tell you why I've been hesitant. Because people are people. And the last thing that I want to do is set you or your marriage up for failure by giving you unrealistic expectations. I would never want to put false hope into someone that, you know, quote, if you just follow these steps, you'll be home study ready by the end of the year or something like that. The truth is marriage is so hard, you guys. We all know this. And people suck sometimes, even our spouses. And yes, even us. We can't control what anyone else does. And by spinning our wheels trying, we're only making things worse. In fact, in my research, listed among the worst things you can do in attempts to sway your spouse toward adoption are, you ready? Badgering. This seems obvious, but man, it's so hard, right? It's made especially difficult when your spouse won't even give us a timeline of when we can talk about it. But seriously, putting the anxiety on them isn't making things go faster, and it could even result in a split decision, which could be harmless even harmful, excuse me, either way. Um, You know, if they decide, say, if they split decisions, say yes, and they angrily agree, then their heart really isn't in it. And you will most likely feel alone and unsupported in the end. But if they angrily put their foot down, then you've both lost. Um, Another bad thing is to subtly slip adoption materials their way or email them blogs or ask an adoptive friend to organically bring it up while hanging out. Um, apparently people don't like feeling like they're being manipulated. Who knew? Um, it's frustrating, but apparently these things are a bigger turnoff than we may realize when we're just innocently trying to push the process along. The last big, terrible, big, bad thing you can do is to guilt your spouse into it. And, um, that's enough said y'all just don't do that. Um, I am totally guilty of this. So don't feel too bad if that's your MO, but I think that we can all agree that that's just never a good idea. So before we talk about what you can do, let's try to get to the root of the problem. Why doesn't your spouse want to adopt? And let me just stop right there and make things easier on myself going forward. Uh, Like 90% of the time, it's the dude who doesn't want to adopt. And also, like 90% or more of my listeners are women. So for the sake of my sanity, I will henceforth refer to, quote, the spouse who doesn't want to adopt as the husband. Cool? Not trying to be sexist, just trying to be efficient. Okay, moving on. Um, You should know that in almost all adoptions, one spouse is more into adoption than the other. For us, it was me. I pushed for the timing of our adoptions. I filled all the paperwork. I made all the phone calls. It was not that Brian wasn't into it. It was just that it had been my passion for longer and it was a stronger desire of mine. Uh, Like I said, one spouse is usually running ahead of the other a bit. And in my case, it was me. Uh, Another big truth bomb that came up in my research is that you can't, quote, accidentally adopt. Let's think about it. How many men are more hesitant than their wives about having children in general, even the ones that they create? And how many accidental pregnancies are there? I'm not at all insinuating that women are purposefully getting pregnant against their husband's wills left and right, although I'm sure that that happens. I more mean that there are tons of accidental pregnancies every day, and we just accept it. We learn to anticipate and love the fire out of those babies before they're even here. 
Um, and actually, both of my pregnancies were technically accidents. So I'm living proof of this. But you can't accidentally adopt. It takes planning and purpose and intention. And that is what prevents most adoptions from happening. Statistically, 40% of Christians, so I'm not even talking about non-believers, say that they want to eventually adopt. But only around 5% of them actually do. It's because of the reasons we talked about. It takes intentionality. And we don't all have that in us, unfortunately. So when we reach out and talk to our guys, we've already talked about not nagging. But instead, we should ask questions. Get really curious about why they're hesitant and what could help them overcome it. Overall, a lot of men reported that they felt at ease when their wives shared their own concerns and fears surrounding adoption with them. And I have personal experience with this one. So Brian has told me multiple times that when I seem overconfident in a decision, he feels like he'll have to pick up the pieces when it falls apart or doesn't go as planned, like things often do. But when I share my worries and fears and am honest with him, he feels like, I'm taking the time to consider all of the angles and we can be wise about going forward together. And that's totally counterintuitive, right? Um, you know, it's hard because we we don't want to share all the time. We don't want to share our fears because we don't want to watch them just take those and spin out of control. So we have to put on a brave face. And uh, my research says that that's actually the opposite of what is helpful. So that's an interesting tidbit, uh, really hard for me to swallow and maybe for you too. But it's taken into consideration. So also, let's not forget about the power of prayer. And I know that this sounds like the ultimate Christianese answer for everything. But let's go back to scripture and talk about the absolute God-sized power of prayer. So 1 John 5.14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask for anything according to his will, he hears us. James 5.13-18, is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he ascend, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that while you so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. We should totally also include others in our prayers, too. Uh, So gather a prayer group together to pray specifically for your heart and your husband's through this process. Uh, Like Matthew 18, 19 through 20 says, again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Before we close out, I want to impress something else, though. Um, Our marriages are more important than adoption. I know that that's weird, but I'm obviously a huge proponent of adoption. And if you're a believer, you should do it. But we are one with our spouse, and that relationship is more important than any other on earth. So we absolutely should make sure that we are connected before adding anything else to the mix. They say that kids don't change your marriage. They magnify it. So take that and add trauma, not biology, and a literal outside baby-making party to the mix. Um, That is a recipe for disaster without God. So I want to impress upon you that marriage has to come first. And just like Heather said in our episode this week, you know, she never did adopt because that is something that her husband was just not there for. And I know that that's hard. And those of you who are in the trenches right now don't want to hear that. I really do understand. But... Let's take some time. Let's trust God in this and let's let's say some prayers and all of those Christian things that feel so weird to say because they feel like cliches, but they work. 
prayer is is the basis of our relationship with God, that and his word. And we've covered both of those things in this episode. So um, that's going to do it for this episode. But let's go back to the Patreon thing and how you can be in on the Friday conversation every week. I love putting this podcast out and connecting with you guys over our common interest, adoption, but it takes a ton of work. Like, I've actually lost money on this thing. Like I said, that's why I love you. I'm willing to lose money on it, but Patreon is a website that allows creatives to make money to fund their projects and their passions and enable them to keep going with their work. It allows me as the creator to give you guys tons of benefits for supporting the show, too. So there are five levels of support, ranging from $3 to $50 per month, and you'll get increasingly awesome bonuses with each level. That $50 level includes a monthly subscription box, y'all, including several items every month that I am in love with and that I think that you should have in your pockets as well. Um, You can get access to this Friday bonus show plus the bonus materials to go along with the episodes. And y'all, the ones for this week are up for free on the website to give you guys a teaser. So definitely go to the AdoptedMomPodcast.com to check those out. These will often include contributions from my guests each week. So it will be a really cool tag along to the episode. You can do these solo with your small group, form an adoptive mom group locally to go through it with etc. There's a ton of other bonuses to look through. So go to, like I said, theadoptedmompodcast.com. Click on the Patreon button to get started. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this special bonus show. And I hope to see you all next Friday as well. Um, Until then, have a good weekend, y'all.